Go ahead and talk. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Welcome to another edition of Word Bros. On, the, on today's show, we have the uh, amazing and talented Bowtie guy, uh, Jamie Jones. Jamie Jones. He's got a Kickstarter that he recently completed. It was the Pink Lemonade Baboon Jamboree that just wrapped up on Kickstarter. I'm sure there'll be ways to get this book outside of the Kickstarter. And Jamie is a wonderful guy. I, lo- I love Jamie. Like, there's just no other way to put it. He's just such a a good natured fun dude he's a great guy and and he he's very like uh like salt of the earth old-fashioned uh jamie he's <laughs> you know you think you think uh, a nice lemonade uh, and uh, and uh, a guy mowing the lawn with the old school push mower that, that doesn't even have gasoline on it you know think that's, about that's you're not racist grandpa in the body of like a 30 year old man like if that's perfect you know like so if, you, if you had a grandpa that wasn't like a screaming racist because unfortunately i think a lot of white people had screaming racist grandparents think about a scream think about a non-screaming racist grandparent who just wants to tell you about will eisner and shit but he's actually like 30 like your grandpa yeah. when he was like 30 and he was and, and before any tragic weird things happened to him and he got transported and he made comics in the 30s and now he makes comics you know i bet it was like one of those fred savage movies from the 80s where he switched <laughs> bodies <laughs> jamie jones switched bodies i wouldn't be shy jamie jones is actually secretly will eisner he just changed yes. bodies with somebody he had his brain transplanted yeah, like at that, some point they just like did that a... that red sox pitcher wanted to do yeah like ted the williams. fucking uh no it was ted williams it's yeah ted williams. yeah but at some point jamie jones and his grandpa he actually did it bodies. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Jamie, Jones, Jamie Jones's real persona is stuck in like some 80 year old guy who shits himself at some <laughs> retirement home somewhere. And this guy is free to walk the earth and make great comics. So let's, let's talk to Jamie Jones. And uh, yep. So check this out. yet you can hear it yes you have no i mean i've heard jamie do it in person when we hang out together at conventions like heroes but i have not heard it yet on this recording of the word bros podcast all right welcome everybody hi i'm bob uh, my with my host uh kevin kevin cuff we are the word bros and welcome oh. to the word bros podcast <laughs> it's not our very special guest Jamie, man, how's it going? How's everything? How's everything going with you? I'm gonna. I, you're working on some uh, some pretty cool 
some pretty cool comics lately. <laughs> it's a weird mix of like... It's like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Yeah. It's like a haven't done it in a very long time. Yeah, like he's a, out of practice. It's like a, ra- it's like a raspy shaggy. <laughs> That's what you... Are you like, Zoinks, the Quilkev! I would like to get my wife in here to have her listen to it to think if it actually sounds like me. Because I, <laughs> I don't know what my own voice sounds like because it's my voice. It sounds different to me than you. Kevin, I, I think it's close. I really enjoyed... It, it, it was closer before. Yeah, it was well, definitely he's, closer. He's out of practice. Yeah. He is. He is. I, so, but next, I, I, next time he does it, I'll just be like, "Roo, Bobby." <laughs> <laughs> and I say I enjoy the Jamie Jones face that he makes when he's doing. Um, it, it's a good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good face. It's, it's, it's good a lot face. of face. He emotes very well. He does so, a conference emote very well. So right now, I think we'll be able to get this episode out in time. We may have to move a few things around. But uh, Jamie Jones is currently running a Kickstarter for the Baboon slash Pink Lemonade Jamboree. And it is called the Indie Crossover of the Year. That's right. That's awesome. Now, first off, when I hear the word Jamboree, I automatically think like a church function. Like, I don't know why. I think of a music festival. (laughs) I just think of a church function. I I think of a music festival. So, um, So tell me, what is the Pink Lemonade Baboon Jamboree all about? Jamie Jones. I mean, it is, it's the comics, the indie comics crossover event of the year. That's what it says. I mean, that's what it says. I mean, yeah, I, you know, go bigger. No go explanation home. needed. So yeah, no Jamie, explanation needed. But Jamie, here on the Word Bros, man, we're trying to get behind the catchphrases and the, and the hot marketing tips, dude. We want to know what this bad boy is all about. Like, is this a, is this a crossover event where the baboon and pink lemonade meet in like a, in a crazy world or is this like a split book or what's happening here, Jamie? Have they always occupied the same world? Yes. Well, that's the thing, Kev. Um, so let, uh, let me back up a little bit. A late last year, I was reading a bunch of nineties image books, um, namely Savage Dragon. I was reading a bunch of Savage Dragon. Which is really Savage Dragon's good stuff. It is. I, uh, I adore it, but and, and and what I thought was really, really cool was Savage Dragon was kind of a place for other books. All the other image books cross over into Savage Dragon. You've got a Spawn crossover. You've got a Max crossover. That weird character that Jerry Ordway did has a crossover. Right? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the, this, the guy with the star on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can never remember what his name is. But they, in, like the Turtles crossover into Savage Dragon. Really? Issue two, man. Like it's early. <laughs> um, it's crazy that that happens. But what what I really love about it is it isn't like some world bending, time bending, timey wimey thing, right? It's it's literally just oh, the turtles are from New York. Savage Dragons from Chicago. The turtles come over to Chicago for a little bit, and of course they run into Savage Dragon. Yeah. It was for deep dish pizza. Right, right. <laughs> Bad Rock and uh, Bad Rock is in li- literally issue two of Savage Dragon. Um, That's interesting. From, from Young Bloods, just to come over to be like, oh, I heard there was a new superhero in town. I want to know if you you'd be able to cut it with the Young Bloods. Like that's <laughs> literally the 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 conceit of that issue is Bad Rock just comes into Chicago to beat up Savage Dragon. Interesting. Um, it's great. And I missed that kind of fun crossover stuff 
so I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. And Pink Lemonade works perfectly with uh, the baboon for that kind of thing. So uh, it takes place at a comic convention, and there is a Doctor Deluminex is the villain, and he has come to ruin everyone's day. And Baboon and Pink Lemonade have to team up to stop and save Comic-Con. Now, is this, because I'm not going to lie to you, I'm not familiar with uh, Pink Lemonade stuff. So is this uh, Dr. Duminex, is this a Savage, it's Savage Dragon. Is this a a Baboon villain? Is this a Pink Lemonade villain? Or is this an original villain just for this tale? We made up the villain for the tale, but he has uh, some beef with the Baboon in a previous adventure that we never see, right? Okay, 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 I love okay. that. I'm, I'm always a big fan of that. Nick Nick also designed the character. Um, so it has kind of like a weird, Nick is great and has Silver Age character design running through his veins. I literally asked him, I was like, hey, do you think you want to design the villain? And he came back within 30 minutes and had a fully, fully realized character just bam there it was and i was like this is perfect i don't even have to it it works so well um but he's got that really great 60s 70s sensibility yeah you guys both kind of have that old-timey comics thing it's like going into it's like someone opened up a comics time vault and you know, time capsule, and here we are back in like the grand old age of like 1964, and Jamie Jones and <laughs> this Nick character. Now, what's Nick's name? Nick. Um, Nick Cagnetti. Nick Cagnetti, and you guys came together to create this book, and it's it looks really great. Like, it does. It looks good. It looks yeah. super fun. Like you got your styles complement each other very, very well. And what's what's fun about it? from from an artistic standpoint is i penciled and inked it and he colored it nice so it's uh i feel like i have a very distinct color palette and he has a very distinct color palette and i have a very distinct inking line and he has a very distinct inking line so it's it was fun to to flip those that's awesome. and if we ever do another one it would be him penciling and inking and me coloring all right all right that hey. sounds cool yeah. So, um, so you guys talked about this. Now, this was something that was going to happen at Heroes, but unfortunately, the pandemic hit, and then you couldn't do any of this stuff. So, you guys just decided to take this thing to Kickstarter, correct? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was. It was supposed to just be us printing it ourselves and then bring it to bringing it to conventions to to sell. But Kickstarter, it is Kickstarter, and you guys. <laughs> You guys funded it in like the first day. If if the first yeah. hour, that's awesome. Wow, it was insane. That's awesome. Um, it was. It's a very low goal. It's a very modest campaign. Hey, 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 Jamie Jones. Why are you? Why are you? Why are you belittling your success, man? Yeah, none of that shit on Word Bros, dude. You sing yourself to the praises, my man. You funded. You have to talk hour. about how awesome the bow tie guy is. That's well, what we're, we're here to talk about. Well, good. We funded within an hour, and we're now currently like six hundred fifty percent funded, or something like that. Yeah, cut, uh, cut that promo, Jamie. I, I see right, you. That's right. I see you. Yeah, I don't care, Jamie. I don't care if your goal is ten bucks or ten thousand bucks. If you fund in an hour, you still fund in an hour. That's true. And that's you des- true. And you deserve every minute of it. And you just got a fifty dollar pledge, baby, because I want my Zorro drawing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jamie, over the quarantine, I don't know if you're still doing these. 
Um, he was doing those awesome golden age. Yes, drawings. he was. He was doing those wonderful golden age drawings, and he kept just putting them out. If you follow Jamie on Facebook or Instagram, what's your Facebook and Instagram, Jamie? It's Art of Jamie Jones. Oh, there you go. So you were putting this stuff out, and you were posting these beautiful, like uh, I guess, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, public domain characters. You were, yeah. You were putting these out every day as like your warm ups, and you were doing them. And I kept bugging you, do Flash Gordon, do Flash do Gordon, Zorro, do Flash do Gordon. <laughs> and he finally did Flash Gordon, and it's in my living room, and it's awesome. And now I keep bugging you, do Zorro, do Zorro, do Zorro. So I figured the only way I'm going to get you to do what I want is if I pay you. <laughs> so I, mean, I, mean, I would have done it. Yeah. Anyway, but no, you I, wouldn't have. No, I would have. <laughs> He's like, I was getting to it. See, the, honestly, honestly, the past couple of weeks have been bonkers in terms of, of deadline stuff for some illustration work that I've been doing. So uh, everything's been put on hold and you, I am tired. Now are you talking about those beer labels that you were doing? Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. So who so would tell you us doing? a little bit about that? Yeah. Thanks, Kev. Yeah, I'm working I, I'm working with 81 Bay Brewery in Tampa to Re- redesign and, and do some illustration work for their beer cans that's that's really as far as it goes uh, <laughs> so if you're drinking beer in tampa you might be drinking a jamie jones beer yeah that could yeah. be happening it, like and and most likely you are like his that's his art on your beer can that's a day jamie designed the miller light logo i don't know if you guys knew that's that right. that's, yeah. that's all i, I mean Back in the day in 1946, before he got into the time machine, <laughs> he actually came up with the logo. And then he came to the future to save comics. Yeah, Jamie, you are like, Kevin and I were talking about this earlier. For He's uh, Buck Rogers of comics. You are Buck Rogers. Like you're a, man out of a, you're a man out of a different time. Like you're a man from the 1930s who was awoken in 2010 and now you're forced to live in this time stream. I'm okay with that. Uh, he- I, I just <laughs> this past year has been a lot of me reading a bunch of old comic strips. Uh, for for the longest time, I was able to say that I had not read a comic book published after 1950. Ah. Uh, so I was reading just e- everything was old, and everything was like turn of the century old. Uh, I got really, really, really into it. Um, yeah, just for I what was your favorite time- one? Oh, dude, I am super, super into Wash Tubs by Roy Crane. Wash Tubs. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Look what is Bobby's laughing so hard again. Wash Tubs. It also featuring Captain Easy. It's where Captain Easy <laughs> came out first, but right. it's, uh, dude, tubs. it's so good. I got this collection for a dollar. I got five of them for a dollar. Because like, you got it at an estate sale and the family didn't, didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> got it at a comic shop that didn't know what to do with it that's honestly what happened because you were there when it was a nickel that's why that's what yeah, happened. Yeah. <laughs> i won't pay more than a dollar for my comics nobody so knows was... about your delorean except for us jamie we're here to call you on your not bullshit even a DeLorean. i'm telling you it's like a biplane it's like an old vibe <laughs> see that that's why i laugh so hard i can see him strapping on the thing in the goggles like the old rocketeer movie and yeah. he like gets in the plane and like takes off and it like bust barriers then he's in like modern comics he's like da, 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 da. You, know, you know my dad's a test pilot right like in real life <laughs> you're just giving away your secret origin so easily <laughs> you 
one of my favorite people in comics. I love and Jamie. Your Kickstarter is live right now. Like I said, I'm going to move some stuff around. It is the Baboon and Pink Lemonade. You can check that out. Now, how and why did you hook up with the Pink Lemonade dude? Like, how did that thing come about? I had been a fan of Nick's work for a while. He had been doing a couple of books with, with uh, a, a buddy of his just trying to kind of figure out where his footing was and, and all of that. Nick is young. I think Nick's 24. Um, so, so he's, he's young and he was figuring out comics even four years ago. So he was doing some books with his buddy and I found him on Instagram re just randomly and, mm -hmm. uh, liked his work and started following him and bought some comics from him. And, uh, he started doing pink lemonade as a, as a web strip just on Instagram. And that was a couple years ago. And uh, pink lemonade launched the, the actual comic book launched at heroes con oh, that's uh, cool. the same convention that the baboon also launched was at that same convention. And we oh, got to, you were there. You were there. Yeah. You were there. Awesome. I remember by, I bought metal shark bro from Bobby for a nickel. That's, that's right. He did. It was, a, it, was, it was a buffalo nickel too it's ended up being worth thousands of dollars I paid for some <laughs> dental work for my kids it was wonderful my wife was like i can't believe you sold your comic for a nickel i said this is an 1845 buffalo nickel or can i be rich jamie's a man from the past so 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 you met him at heroes and then yeah we just hit it off and okay. and we started talking about stuff and pink lemonade is is in a similar vein to the baboon where it's wholesome action adventure type type of character and uh i was reading savage dragon and i was like oh man i really want to do this and i i i just texted nick and he got back to me within like 10 minutes and was like yes i'm down that's i've awesome. actually been i've actually been thinking the same thing that's really cool and cool. and then we actually did it which is you know so few and far between you think of something and you're like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. We can do it. And we actually did it. Well, see, I think in your cases as well, because you guys can kind of trade work out to each other. Whereas like you, me and Kevin have talked about doing work, but we have to have money to pay you. And that's sometimes where it gets, <laughs> it gets dicey. Whereas if right. you're working with another artist, you can draw it, he can color it. And then you kind of go from, so it's like you guys are trading work out. Is that how something like this kind of works? Yeah, it wouldn't make yeah. sense to be like, okay, you pay me to draw it and then I'll pay you to color it. Because then at that point, you're just passing the same 20 bucks around. <laughs> right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. What's nice is because this Kickstarter has done so well, um, this is the first time this has ever happened to me for a Kickstarter. I think we're making money from it. <laughs> Holy shit, Jamie! Don't Which, say I'm going to edit that part out. Well, you can't say that. Yeah, you can't yeah, say that about Kickstarter, Jamie. <laughs> no, I just cursed actually, yourself. No, no, don't say it. <laughs> no, well, I, I mean, this is what it ends up being. It's like we'll be able to pay ourselves to make the next one. That's right. Awesome. Like right. that's that's kind of what what this what this does and allows us to. I, Nick has also been taking a lot of uh, illustration work recently too and we, we were talking about that just just recently um and it kind of cuts into your making comics time um having having to do illustration work having to do commissions selling just having to go to the post office is <laughs> a big hassle <laughs> sound like you're doing a stamps.com commercial jamie 
because <laughs> you're an actor too so it was very believable it's like wow you know what i just went to the post office a lot for my kickstarter and it was a hassle that guy's right what could yeah. i do about it voiceover what, guy what is the, what is the one that you recommended to me have you used um, that more no, the pirate uh, i'm going to use that one for the ninja nun uh kickstarter that kevin and i are going to run here soon it's like um, it's like pirate, pirate booty mail. mail it's pirate, pirate mail pirate booty mail um, th- that one was recommended by Kyle Starks. And from what I understand, you don't need an account. So you don't, they don't have like a monthly fee, which sounds yeah. nice. It, uh, it does. I actually just found out recently that I had a stamps account that I was not aware that I signed up for and they were charging me. Uh, really? And yeah. you're like, ding, I, need, I could use that $2 a month. Cause in 1944, it's, this is like, oh, this is my rent payment. Dude, it was... <laughs> It, it's not two dollars. It's like significant. It's is like it? more. It's more than Photoshop. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for so people this, who go ahead, I was just gonna say. So you know, this episode is not brought to you by Stamps.com. Okay, go ahead, Kevin. Whatever you say. <laughs> that's good to say. For people who aren't familiar with your work on the baboon, and for people who aren't familiar with pink lemonade can you explain to people what these two concepts are so they can more likely uh embrace your idea of uh co-worldliness and and uh, and such i am impressed kevin that is a great question that is a great question um the baboon is the wholesome pulp action adventure comic you forgot you were missing it was a book that i originally funded on kickstarter a year ago now and it is uh, the original book, the first book, was a 64-page hardcover, nice-looking nice thing, uh, one-and-done story. And I have since taken the character to uh, a bunch of little mini-comics that I've done. With the, I've, I've started doing a comic strip with him. It's, it is just action-adventure fun, all ages, without the all... I, I consider it the a family comic, right? It is a comic that can be read to your kids and your kids can read it and you can read it and you'll find enjoyment in the same thing. It's true. Uh, I actually actually gave the Kickstarter version that I got from you to a kid because I worked at an elementary school last year who was super into comics. So I gave him your baboon book and i was like you'll love this and he got back to me like because you know how kids are with books they just devour them you know they'll read them instantly he got back to me the next day i was like that was so much fun i really liked it do you have any more of them and i was like yeah yeah, i got a couple so i gave him the boxing one too and i mean it's just it is it's 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 wholesome and it's good fun man it's a really great book you've got you've got a you've got a real winner on your hands there jamie what's what's fun about it and now i have an editor for the project I, I, i've went i've went and found a found a person who i trust to to be my editor um and it's and it's been really great it also has opened up so much of the world of the baboon to mm-hmm. me uh where where i'm saying like i'm hey i'm doing this comic strip and the editor's like yeah diversify every everything they're like hey do you think you want to write a chapter book for the baboon and i was like i hadn't even thought of it but yeah i guess that that would also be cool so it's more like what's the story that i want to tell how how to tell the story uh what's the best what's the best medium what's the best format and 
and go forward from there. My brother and I are writing an RPG, uh, a tabletop RPG for the Baboon, uh, which we just play tested for the first time last Sunday. That's cool. In person. It was a crazy thing. We have met, we, like, we have since COVID, since the shutdown, everyone's been, we've been online and we went to a game shop that's open and we had me and my brother and the owner of the game shop and, and our friend Jack and we sat at like opposite ends of a table to to play test this thing in person just to make sure the mechanics worked uh, well but yeah it's just like diversifying the character and, and figuring out new ways to make money off of stuff off well, that's of i mean it's an interesting idea i mean and if you, if you have this ip that you're passionate about and you want to tell all your stories you might as well tell all your stories yeah it's it's interesting to um, and this is stuff that I've, been, I've just been thinking about a lot recently is the any type of story that I want to tell, I can just put the baboon on. Hellboy has the same thing, right? Yes, very much. Where uh, Hellboy, it's like Mike Magnola's like, oh, I want to tell a fairy tale story, Hellboy. I want to do uh, an old Norse story, Hellboy. I want to do Victorian England. Hellboy, yeah. right? He can do whatever he wants with Hellboy. The baboon is starting to become that for me, where I have ideas for stories, and I'm like, maybe this is just a baboon story. Let me see if I can rework this. Um, there are also a lot of really fun characters that I've started to introduce. I've got the in the first mini comic, it was Lorenzo Colt, who is the occultist of the baboon world. And that was a really fun thing to do. And like now I just have this occult character just sitting in the background and I can, if I want to do an occult story, I've got yeah. a character for that. And That's it's awesome. tied to the baboon. Yeah. Editor's yeah. note, see Vampire of Venice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kevin, but Kevin and I have a very similar sensibility with Metal Shark Bro, because I think that's one of the things that Kevin and I have talked about since kind of the beginning. Metal Shark Bro is Bugs Bunny. You can put Bugs Bunny anywhere. And Bugs Bunny works. So Kevin and I have kind of had that attitude about it where like, if the reader is willing to go with you on the initial journey, you can kind of take them anywhere you want to go. Right. And that's the, that's the fun of kind of whimsical things such as the baboon and, and metal shark bro, very different in tone and tenor, but still the same sense of adventure, if you will. Yeah. And that transitions pretty well to uh, pink lemonade as well she is a character who is has uh, lost her memory and is kind of rediscovering the next pitches this is a character wandering through the world rediscovering the finer things in life like cartoons and cereal <laughs> right <laughs> like she's she is this young minded character who's able to to travel through and have adventures and her sense of wonder is uh, is great compared to and contrasting to the baboon. She knows who the baboon is when we when we get into the into the jamboree. She's like, oh, I know who you are. My friend Ron Radical told me about this secret mission you guys Ron went Radical. on in France, and it was super <laughs> fun. And uh, yeah, it's it's just a, a really wholesome character who's great and fun and 
has is is kind of an analog for a reader to be discovering this world that she inhabits as well. Kevin, you got anything? No, I was just waiting for at the winter if he was done because now if I want to pick I do, up I could be because Jamie pauses a lot in his conversation. <laughs> so he can make sure he's like, saying the right like thing. Shatner. Um, now <laughs> Um, Jamie, if I want to pick up any of the Baboon stuff, how much of this is available on the current Kickstarter right now? I see that you're offering a tier that is the Baboon uh, hardcover that you put out last year and the Pink Lemonade book. But I mean, is there anywhere else that I can, because you mentioned a mini comic as well. Are you going to collect this comic strip that you're working on? Like, if I want to get all my Baboon stuff, how do I go about doing that? Yeah, so, that's a good question. Thank you. Cur currently, we have... I, or we, I say we, I have a uh, big cartel site. It's, I think it's artofjamiejones.bigcartel.com. Okay. Where you can get all of the, all of the mini comics. I think, and I think the Vampire of Venice is sold out, but my plan is to collect all of the mini comics and short stories that I do as the third hardcover book. Um, okay. I'm writing the second one now. With your editor. With my editor. Oh, who's your editor? Uh, fancy, let, let me name drop. Vida Ayala. Ooh, <laughs> oh, nice. Ooh, look yeah. at this. Nice. Um, yeah, they're one of my best friends, and I've collaborated with them on several projects. And it just kind of happened that I was talking about needing an editor, and I asked them if, if they would be down for it, and they said yes. And we, we were since since uh the shutdown we've been talking once a week anyway so it just kind of worked out where they i now send them my script and i send them thumbnails and if you're gonna send a script to somebody i mean vita's such an amazing talent like to have someone like that on board has got to be wonderful it's super great they are they they notice things that i just don't notice uh-huh Mm -hmm. um and it's and it's great to have uh, their perspective on things and moving forward i can always like check myself to make sure you know is this is this kosher can i do can i do this vita and vita's always like thumbs up you're good uh, a lot of what my editing notes from vita have been are uh let's decompress it a little bit more you i i am of the age of comic books where there were 22 pages and it's a you know back in back in my day boys <laughs> uh, comic books were eight page short stories that just self-contained and you got a lot of story in eight pages um so i tend to so what you're saying is really you're verbose you talk a lot I well no, I don't talk a lot, but I will I will take a fight scene and I'll stick it in one third of a page, right? Okay. Like an an entire fight scene, which doesn't need to be that. Um, we've also adjusted story wise um, what the book is, who the main character is. Uh, after doing the first baboon book, I realized very quickly that uh, Barton Marlowe Jr., the baboon, is not the main character of the story it's jamie the the sidekick monkey bones and moving forward with it 
it's it is more Jamie focused and it's more about his relationship with being the sidekick and wanting to have his own adventures. Um, so it's it's shifted ever so slightly. And that's one of the reasons why I'm like, hey, I'm going to do some baboon comic strips and it's just going to feature the baboon. It's like pre-Jamie stuff. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. which, is, which is great because it still allows me to do cool, awesome action-adventure baboon stories and then I can have the hardcover books kind of have the canonical narrative that we're we're going for okay yeah that's awesome so um and you have worked with uh vidiel in the past you guys did a um uh comicsology thing quarter killer yes yeah yeah we did quarter killer we have also done several uh we did the puerto rico song (laughs) anthology book that came out Mm. we we've been friends for a while and uh we seem to always just fall into working together. Can you tell us what the quarter killer is about? So, so if people want to pick that up, they, they quarter killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I always forget that quarter killer is the thing because it's not physically in my hands. So right. you know. Again, you're you're a man who likes paper. You had to diversify your portfolio, man. In 1944, there was only printed <laughs> material. We have That's the right. internet's now, Jamie Jones. <laughs> um, yeah, quarter killer is a kind of Robin Hood of the hood. It's a Afro-cyberpunk heist comic. Uh, nice. Each, each comic is kind of a self-contained story that links up to a larger narrative. We really wanted it to feel like old, older style comics, like 80s comics. Jim Shooter era, every comic is somebody's first comic. Mm-hmm very hard hard line in the sand idea for it um it was a lot of fun we are looking at maybe possibly doing more comics Uh, it was creator own so we we have that so we can do whatever we want for it now you can Uh, print that if you if if you want to if you talk to Vita and, and there with that then then you can do that right yeah yeah you just have to wait a certain amount of time or i think that's i you know the contract stuff is it it is now at the point where it's been so long that i don't really remember the <laughs> the details of all of that stuff um because we started like last year like this time last year i think i knew that i was going to be working on the book i believe so, that's when i saw the advertisements for it because i saw that illustration that you had done for it and it was a right. cool illustration of a guy leaning up against an arcade uh machine yeah yeah that was that's the cover to issue one so uh, I was like, oh, that looks cool. Like, tell me about that, Jamie. And you're like, oh, that's just going to be on Comixology. He's it's like, super, ah, whatever. It's, it's a super, super fun, that's awesome. I think, kin- kinetic book. I, uh, I really, what's really fun about doing stuff digitally is you don't have to worry about CMYK printing. So mm. colors are just bonkers McGee in it, right? It's, <laughs> I was able You have to, to worry about it now if you decide to print it, though. What, what happens? Right. Then? Well, luckily, I think about colors in CMYK because <laughs> I can't get away from it, guys. I'm <laughs> an old fool. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, being, able, being able to use like 100% magenta right, <laughs> is just... When do you get to do that in a comic book? That's um, true. 
So I got to do it in a comic book, and then I also got to splice my face in it. I don't know. Have you guys seen that panel? No, it's I have one not. of my favorite things I've ever done. Um, I hid myself in the comic book. I I made myself a screen tone, so I just like screen toned my face and added all the dots to it. That's and awesome. I copied and pasted it in a. There is a beaded curtain that projects images, and it's just a background detail. But uh, there's a super sexy spy character. She walks up through the through the curtains, and just so happens I was at a wedding, and the photographer caught a picture of me dancing and like looking to the side, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the perfect image." So she's walking up the stairs through this beaded curtain, and I'm like side eyeing her, <laughs> and, like checking her out. That's awesome. It's so funny. That's wonderful. So um, Pink Lemonade and the Baboon is on Kickstarter right now. You guys are like 7,000% over your goal, but hey man, keep back in this thing because it looks really great. Jamie, you're honestly one of my favorite people in comics and just one of my favorite people in general. Uh, you're just a good dude. Got a good sense of self. You're a funny guy. And uh, yeah, man, I just, we wish you all the best. And this is your third time being on the word. Yes. You're the, you're yeah. like our, our, our favorite guest. On the, on, uh, well, on the show. take that Drew Moss. <laughs> I, think, I think Drew's been on twice. You've uh -huh. been, this, this is your third, your third. time. Uh, Scoot uh, and McMahon and Dave uh, Scheidt. Is that how you pronounce his name? Scheidt. Yeah, Scheidt have yeah. been on twice. Twice, yeah. So right now, you're you're leading going into the clubhouse, Jamie Jones. If you, right. keep, if you keep doing stuff, we're going to have to keep having you on. I'm and the that, unofficial third word bro. I mean, I, you I know, mean, Jamie, I can't think of anybody better to be. Yes, you're pretty, bro. yes, you're, you're pretty much, you're pretty much the third bro. Yes. I, I mean, ever since that day at Whole Foods, you were the third bro. True. That's right. <laughs> we'll always have Whole Foods. And that's another reason why I wanted to talk to you because we didn't get to do Heroes this year. So we didn't get to see any of our friends and hang out and do any of that fun stuff. So this is a nice just kind of get together because I know we talk over text every now and then like on Facebook Messenger, but to actually see that uh, that ginger beard is just... <laughs> it's phenomenal, yeah. It really yeah. makes my day. It's next level because he didn't have that last time. No, you're growing he didn't up, have Jamie. It. You're growing you, up. Yes. He's like, he's like, he's like Michael Sarah from, from, <laughs> from Scott Pilgrim. Like you saw him like 20 years ago and you're like, oh, that's Scott Pilgrim. Now you see him with a beard and you're like, I'm not sure if that's really him. It's, it's, look, look how big our boys got in Bob. I know. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm slowly morphing into more and more of a 1920s cartoonist. And I can't, I, and if anybody, <laughs> and if anybody deserves that, Jamie Jones, it's you. <laughs> I mean, definitely, yeah. like, yes. Because, I mean, if there was a Captain America for comics, it would be you. You would be the Captain America of comics, Jamie Jones. So, Jamie, where can we find you on Instagram and all that jazz? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's all art of Jamie Jones. Although go. my Facebook is so un, in, uh, unupdated. <laughs> yeah, but you do do you do a lot of like live stuff there where you're doing drawings and stuff. But you're drawing, yeah. yeah which I've watched you draw before. That's just under, that's just under my my account uh, yeah. which i don't necessarily friend request everybody uh, i'm not i'm not at that point all right all maybe right, i should all right, be all right 
I mean, give the people what they want, you know, and you're drawing, you're doing your thing. Jamie Jones is out there hustling. He's busting ass. Bobby, you forget that he had the red scare during his time. So he yeah, man, it's, know, true. You know, it's true. It's true. So. He's got, but he's got it all going. The baboon pink lemonade live on Kickstarter right now. Go check that out. Get yourself a book. Jamie, it's always a pleasure. You're the best. Dude, you are. I love you, you guys. I love you too, man. And we love you too, man. You're always fun to talk. And we still got to do that danger bear book, son. Like that is my, I'm that down. Is, that is my it's, jam. It's got to happen. It does. There are not many things that have to happen. But again, as we talked about earlier, we really can't try. I can't, I can't do nothing for you, Jamie Jones. Like, I can't color your work. I can't do anything. So we just actually <laughs> we have, have to pay to, you. Yeah, yeah, we have to yeah. pay you with American money. And that's difficult sometimes. Well, let me, let me uh, just as a, as a further plug, I did just did the uh, Monkeys Fighting Robots magazine. I know. That's well, we, awesome. They asked us if we could do something. And that's why I asked you what you were doing. Because I was like, we should do I was, something. I was, he's like, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm, I was so busy because I was working on the strip for that. I did 59 panels for two pages for that, <laughs> for that crazy. magazine. That's crazy. I, I think you and showed it to me. You with did send an that entire, uh, an entire new coloring scheme. I, I figured out how to do retro coloring. Of course you did. Like, <laughs> like the way Pisker and, and Jim Rugg do. That's so awesome. I've, I'm... Um, <laughs> I'm now I'm now next level old school comic book. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so great. That's so wonderful. I but you it, always I talk about for... listening to their show. So every time you're like, yeah. did you listen to cartoonist? He'll, he'll message me every now and then. I'll get a message out of the blue. Jamie will be like, did you listen to cartoonist kayfabe? And I'm like, no, not, not today. I've been working. And he's, now you got to hear this one. And he'll tell me and I'll send the link and everything. He's into it. It's great. There's, a, there's some good stuff. They've got some good interviews. Yeah. Uh, I think I might have sent you because I was I've listened to it a few times, but their Eric Larson interview was great. Well, I mean that makes sense because you're all about the Savage Dragon now. I am, I am. So, and I'm all about we're we here at Word Bros are all about Jamie Jones. Jamie, thank you so. It's like that. That was a good segue, right? I'm good it was. You're a pro. Yeah, it's true. I am. So, Jamie, thank you so much for coming on, and hopefully, we'll talk to you again soon, buddy. I'm sure we will. Okay. I'm of sure course we will. We will. Yeah, I can't so, let anyone dethrone me. You're like you're like Jack Lemon, essentially. Like, not Jack, was it Jack Lemon? No, who was the guest who was on Conan O'Brien all the time because he lived up the street and they would send a car for him? Um, he was on The Odd Couple. He was on the TV show. It's either Tony uh, Curtis. Tony Curtis. It was yeah. Tony Curtis. You're our Tony Curtis. No, it was Tony Curtis. What was it? Why can't I think of his name? It's Jack Lemmon or Tony. They're, they're both on the TV no, show. No, they're in the movie. No, it's not. It's Cl- Jack- Klugman? Jack Klugman? Not Jack Klugman. It's the other one. Oh, God. Who is the Jack? I'm getting old. Felix somebody. No, Felix is the show. Is on the, on. That's his name on the show. And Felix Unger. It's um, Jamie, you should know this. Um <laughs> <laughs> You grew up with this guy. He's from your neighborhood. Uh, the, the Odd Couple TV show was, I can't believe I don't remember. This is such a sad day for my brain. Um, Tony Randall. Tony, that's why you thought it was Tony Curtis. Tony Randall. Yeah, Tony Randall lived like right up the street from Conan O'Brien, his studio. So whenever they needed people, they would just send a car for Tony Randall and he would just show up. And that's fantastic. Be on the show. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, Jamie, you're the best. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, we'll talk to you soon, man. Yeah. And you're going to crush this Kickstarter, boy. You got this. It's already been crushed. There's nothing well, left I mean, to crush. Oh, well, I'm just trying to get him to like, you know, I mean, he almost fucked himself by saying he's making money on this thing. Yeah, he's I know, but I was trying to get him to like 9,000% so he could be like, you do like a Dragon Ball Z, like baboon, 9,000. <laughs> listen, if we get to 9,000%, um, 
I don't know what I'll do, but hey, I'll do something. If you get to, if we get to nine thousand percent next year's uh, buffet, the next year's Whole Foods buffet is on, on you. It's on you. <laughs> <laughs> was our dear friend and good guy wonderful jamie jones um i love jamie i mean jamie's hard not to love he has like that muppet affectation that we were that we were discussing I mean, we were just talking about it before we hit record to do the outro like jamie jones is kind of a muppet in the best way possible like i don't mean that in a disparaging kind of mean-spirited way i mean like in the fun loving everyone loves a muppet kind of vibe you know yeah he's family friendly and and like you know it's like the muppet show it's, yeah it's he's a, family friendly all ages but kind of dangerous too you know like yeah yeah they, and they're gonna slide in a, a dirty joke in every once in a while <laughs> yeah that's definitely that's definitely jamie jones in a nutshell yep his kickstarter might be going on i'm not sure he's if got it will. eight days left yeah but that's right now when we're recording oh yeah we're not gonna put this out i think for 13 days so his kickstarter is probably over but take keep an eye out for the pink lemonade um baboon jamboree. jamboree so that'll be coming out soon so keep your eyes open for that and then we have our next guest melissa who's waiting to come in so let's talk to her and we will say adieu to the jamie jones episode thank you for listening we'll speak to you soon you're listening to the word bros podcast the wordbros.com